0: Listen, you only think you know Cinder Williams, co-host of the PPC radio show and the Melanated Morning Show. You've seen her in films with some of the goats. You may have even heard her sing her way to the top. You don't have to judge the book by its cover. You can get the book and read it cover to cover. I'm talking about Pink Panty Confessions by Cinder Williams, available in paperback and digital format in all good bookstores. I would probably look
1: in Amazon. Pink Panty Confessions, the book. Cynthia Williams here, and welcome to season two, episode 29 of the PPC podcast. I've been away for a couple of weeks. I missed you guys. I wish I could say that I was taking a break. I wasn't. I was running around like a crazy woman, working my tail off. I really missed hearing and listening to the wise souls I'm blessed to have on PPC. And on that note, Let's get on with it. The power you can attain by actually listening is astounding. To be honest, there have been times in my life when I didn't. You know what I'm saying? Especially with my man, I'm just like nah, 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 wah, 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 talk, 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 listen to me, listen to me, listen to me. (laughs) I couldn't understand why they couldn't hear me. Well, I had to take a look at myself and understand that I wasn't hearing them. Well, my guest today has had to take that into consideration in her career. She's a community leader, teacher, professor, lawyer, and nominee to represent Indiana in the US Senate. She joins me to tell me how she learned to quiet her mouth and listen with her two ears. Everybody introducing Hanifa Khalik. Anifa Khalik, Welcome to the PPC Podcast, I'm so happy You're here Um, I was Referred to you by Melissa Fisher, she's an old Friend, I've known her since she was a teenager A friend of my family And so when Melissa Says, you know what, you gotta Know this person, then I know you must be (laughs) Awesome So, um, first of all I want to start your name. What a beautiful, beautiful name. It Was that your born name?
0: Yes, that is my born name. And I want to say uh, also, Cinda, thank you so much for having me. And I feel the same way you do with any referral that comes from Melissa, such a wonderful person. And so if she gave me your name, then I know that it's a good connection. <laughs> yes, but yes, that is my birth
1: name and very proud of it. So what does it mean? And what so, t- kind of name, what language do you know? Sure. So Hanifa
0: Khaliq is an Arabic name. Uh, it was given to me from my biological father who practices Islam. And it, uh, it was given, well, he chose uh, the name Khaliq when he converted to Islam in his youth. It's something that typically people don't know Uh, when it it comes to uh, converting to religion, particularly back in the 70s, I would say in the 80s, is that, uh, you know, individuals would, you know, choose a different name that they uh, maybe wanted to, maybe they, you know, was attractive to them or they felt that they wanted to have, essentially renaming uh, themselves Fresh Start, you know, And so my father chose Kalik and Hanifa means uh, truth and Kalik means creator. Now, my uh, father was married to my mother, of course, who practiced Christianity, Uh, you know, and I often joke about this, that uh, religion couldn't have been uh, on their minds in the first conversation that they had. (laughs) Uh, uh, But, They were together for a good amount of years uh, before separating. And so my mother did a divorce and she ended up remarrying. And I actually ended up having a lot of my experience in church. So I actually grew up in church. I was a a member of the the choir. I did a little ushering. I was a youth minister. Very, very involved in my church. But, you know, I often say this to people that it comes to religion. I, you know, of course, I grew up in a Christian home due to the separation. My belief is that no matter what religion you have, or if you have none at all, as long as faith and love and hope and these types of things are working through you, you are my brother and my sister. I don't really, you know, that really doesn't uh, determine my relationship or communication uh, with you. I am attracted by how you treat others, as well as I think uh, you should be
1: attracted to how I treat. You. Uh, so that's what's more important to me.
0: It's you know, funny, I, my
1: um, my family. I have a lot of family members from the, from Islam. Some. Some like the the Middle Eastern kind of Islam, some fruit. So I have a lot of cousins. I was very jealous as a child because my name was Cindy, <laughs> Cindy Ann Williams, like the the whitest name you could get. Where I have Akbar, Jomo, Ibn, my sister Sadika, my brother Hassan. You know, so we had all these awesome names. I was like, how the heck did I end up being Cindy Brady? You know, <laughs> but it. They changed their name well actually they were those were their born names but my aunt who, who was um who started off as a christian who converted to islam she was shabazz for a long time and and then there was the x mm-hmm. you know we had there were some of them were exes there was muhammad so i i have a personal experience with my family and we and and i completely understand what you're saying because it's interesting. We have like a family meeting and we do we have a business that we're we're building and 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 so at the end we always say prayer and when they ask me to pray, it's like okay, I have to include everyone's, you know, everyone's I mean, um amen, you know, Allah, Jesus, whatever. It, because I agree. I, I think all all uh, paths coming from faith and love are headed towards the same story. And so I really appreciate that about you.
0: Yeah, so, Mm -hmm. you know, I think more and more we're going to find that we have more in common when it comes to our problems than our differences. Mm -hmm. And so the more we focus on the problems and the issues that we have, the more we're going to come together. And that's what we need to focus on. You know, Hanifa means truth. Khalif means the creator. You put both of those together. Uh, There's some truth in that about my personality. You know, if you want someone that's going to smile and uh, lie to you, then yeah, you want a politician. But if you want someone that's going to tell you the truth, that's going to work with you to create uh, programs and things for the community and help people out, uh, then you want a public servant. And that's what you're going to find in me, a public
1: servant. First, uh, So, so Hanifa, how in the world did you end up in politics? I mean, w- where did it start? I know you were a child. You came from the, the family you, you spoke of. What drew you into that kind of lifestyle to want to wanna change a community? So, you know, uh, Cinda,
0: I also grew up um, in an in interracial home. my, my mom divorced my biological father. She remarried my stepfather who was a United Steelworker and he was a proud union member. White, Polish American, uh, came from a Polish American family and so at times at our dinner table I often joke some days we'd have greens and uh, cornbread and you know whatever Uh, but other days we'd have Polish dogs and Pierogis, you know, it, <laughs> some, it might be mixed all in together. You really never know. But, you know, I think from a child, both my parents uh, instilled good principles and morals in me, uh, good work ethic, and that public servanthood piece. You know, one of the things that my grandmother used to say to me all the time is that, you know, you got two ears and one mouth for one reason, and that's because you should listen to people twice as much as you. You do that and you can't go wrong. So from a very early age, I was a volunteer in my community, very heavy volunteer, you know, working with the nursing homes in my community, working with my school and after school programs, doing other things. That guided me into public school teaching. I was a teacher in Indianapolis Public Schools for a number of years before deciding to uh, go into law. Becoming a lawyer was a lifelong dream for me. I looked up to individuals uh, such as MLK and Nelson Mandela, although uh, one of them, you know, uh, really wasn't really too much uh, into the law uh, portion. Excellent speakers, great community activists, and that's what I saw myself as. And so now I'm a civil rights agency director. I'm also the city's ADA coordinator, already enforcing the law of civil rights, the civil rights act of 1964 is And so for me, uh it is difficult for me to assist individuals, a little bit over 75,000 residents, in the see that Gary is responsible for ensuring equity and making sure that people are treated fairly. I want a chance to do that on a national level. I believe that I can expand the civil rights law as the executive director for the Gary Human Relations Commission twice. I have put together programs and been working with the community, listening to their concerns and responding to them. And that has uh, been what I've been doing for a number of years now. As stated, I want a chance to do this on a national level, and I think I can get the job. Done.
1: Yeah, I love your I love your spirit. Your um, your your. Your experience with all these different kind of backgrounds, I mean, from the different religious aspects, from the different racial aspects, from from living in Gary, which, which has a certain reputation and changing things for the better. That, that sounds to me like I think you'd be a great uh, uh, senator. So is that what you're running for? Tell us about what you're doing right now. What are you doing Absolutely. So yes, I am running for the
0: office of the United States Senate. I am hoping to unseat the incumbent, the gentleman that is sitting there now, Senator Todd Young, who has not held a single public town hall for his constituents throughout this entire state since his tenure began. I think it's I think that when you are voting against the American rescue plan and all sorts of pieces of legislation that impact your folks in your city, in your town, you cannot, when you vote against them, vote against legislation that is written for them without explanation, without talking to them. You are not doing the job of a senator. And so yes, I'm, I'm running against him because he voted against the American Rescue He voted against the evidence in the impeachment trials to the bring this is what you're supposed to do. You're supposed to weigh the evidence. How are you gonna weigh the evidence if you don't even want to look at it? Voted against the January 6th Commission. Just stated last night that he was gonna vote against the American Jobs Plan, which is the infrastructure package. that you know we've all seen in the news that there's been this going back and forth, negotiating, about what exactly needs to go in the bill. After developing the bill, after working. With his colleagues on it after uh, putting out this, this uh, facade of being a workable individual, said last night he would vote against it. I want to remind uh, uh, listeners and also our readers I'm sorry, the individuals who may be tuning in to this, this as host, that within that plan you had billions of dollars for jobs, you had billions of dollars for. Uh, you know our transition to cleaner energy We have billions of dollars for our roads and our bridges we all complain about our roads that they need to be better or that mm-hmm. we don't have them in certain parts of the, the the state as a matter of fact I was on my way to a town hall and was going through a dirt road I said what up? what is this
1: <laughs> I saw
0: my rearview mirror dust is kicking up in the back you know
1: I do. It's funny that you say that because I used to live in Chicago, but I always came to Indiana because my mother was here and my father was there. And I was terrified to to come over the state line from from Illinois. And and don't get me wrong. I know Illinois got a lot of problems. But from Illinois to Indiana, especially in a winter storm, you were going to go from clean roads Yes. To snow covered roads very quickly. And and it was always terrifying to me to drive in the winter. So I stopped doing it. If it snowed, I just went on the drive and I always it always drove me crazy. It's like what's up with these potholes? What I mean, it's just basic things.
0: The fact that he voted he, he has said he will vote against hundred and ten billion dollars for roads and bridges to improve our roads and bridges. Thirty-nine billion dollars our public transit system. I know why he voted against it. Because he never has to use it. Right. It's a, it's a very simple thing. 66 billion for real, 55 billion dollars for our drinking water and wastewater. Again, uh, voting against our broadband broadband internet in our rural areas which we need so much. I know why he voted against it. Because he gets a nice little a water bottle from the Senate Waitress, waiter, staff uh, with a nice little Senate seal on it, has probably the best water in the country being given to our congressman. And what he has to realize is that outside of his nucleus, there are millions and billions of people who are suffering as a result of his policy. And the reason I say billions, because it impacts uh, our in- in- individuals on our international scale as well. You know, when you're a United States senator, you are uh, charged with making decisions on a lot of different things, against raising the minimum wage. You know, if you visit my website right now, you'll see 33 national policies and agendas that I've already created right out the gate. You don't have to worry about me being a do-nothing senator. I'm going to be a senator in the affirmative, which means I'm going to be introducing and creating legislation
1: as well as supporting uh, legislation. So let me ask you this this is a self-help platform so i want to know this how are you going to manage with all your history and all of that to not be pulled into the political games that are played how are you going to keep yourself because i know at a certain point when working with dissenting ideas people that are at different thoughts it's you you have to give a little, you have to cooperate to get things done. And oftentimes I, you know a lot of people had issues with Barack Obama because you're like, he didn't do more. I know, I read all he did, right? I saw, I I, I researched what he did. Uh-huh. But but people were frustrated because he was such a great politician, you know, even though they would not give in to him because of a whole lot of reasons that we don't have to get into now. Because this is a short podcast right but how do you manage to keep yourself clean basically
0: Mm -hmm. so there's a couple things because you know i've definitely uh thought about that upon being elected to the united states senate you know what changes if any would there be what i can say right now is that i promise one of the promises that i am making is to continue to hold public town halls. I've had about 24 of them since the beginning of my run for office. They are free to be a part of. Many of them are virtual, uh, you know, due to the pandemic trying to accommodate individuals. Uh, but you don't have to be VIP. You're not gonna have to fly to Washington, C, and you're not gonna have to pay a special fee uh, to ever see and talk to your senator. That's one of the things that's gonna be different about me. Another thing uh, that I'm hoping will help is that, you know, who's just going to be able to see me moving through the legislative process? I'm going to put together for the first time an online system where individuals who want to be involved in what I'm doing as a senator and want to be active uh, can see me moving through the legislative process. I'm not really worried about uh, those who say, well, I don't want to have anything to do with it. You know, I, listen, whether you want to be involved in politics or not, you're going to be impacted by it and affected by it. So why not be involved? So I'm going to make it easy for those who want to be involved. You'll be able to see what bills are on my desk. You'll be able to see where your item is in the queue. You'll be able to respond. You'll be able to see you know, um, like I said, where your inquiry is so that you know that you're receiving an authentic, you know, you can look towards receiving an authentic response from me. I know that I am going to have 6.7 plus million Hoosiers lined up to advise me and give me suggestions. And I want to follow a way to get all of those. You know, I think that one thing people need to know about me is that I'm no career politician. In fact, that's one of the things that separates me and makes me far different from any uh any probably any candidate that you see in this race. this is my first time running I'm a political outsider I'm a political unknown you can count on my authenticity because I don't know how else to be if you're getting on my nerves I'm gonna tell you with this nice smile on my face (laughs) And if I don't like the way you're coming at me, just expect to see the real me. Because, I, you know, I'm not in this to be a part of anybody's social clubs, golf clubs, or, you know, organizations or anything like that. I am here to please the people and to do what I've been called to do, which is to serve the people. If I'm not going to serve the people, then I've got to move out of the way. I don't have any time for being fake
1: and phony and
0: doing all of these things.
1: Can I ask one more question? This is yeah. the last question I'm gonna ask you. When you go to bed at night, how do you prepare yourself for these kind of battles? How do you prepare yourself personally? I'm not not your public face, but your private face. How do you make that steeliness inside so that you can handle all of this stuff that's coming at you.
0: You know, part of it is putting up a screen, first of all, okay? And screening out the information that I need versus what I don't need and uh, uh, blocking all the, uh, the negative comments and things that come through because they come through quite frequently and quite heavy. And I don't respond all the time. Sometimes I do. But then the other side is just, you know, uh, sleeping well, maintaining exercise, spirituality, whatever that may be. Uh, Healthily, you know, know, taking care of oneself in a healthy manner. These are basics, you know, to running for office that so often politicians, I think, set aside. By the way, I'm I'm a little bit (laughs) indifferent on being called a politician, but um i like to be called a public servant but yeah these are the things that i do you know to keep myself going in this race because it definitely is an uphill climb but you get used to the track
1: yeah and i believe that you're gonna climb it fine and (laughs) on that note we're gonna uh wrap this up because we're going to have you on the ppc radio show on August 18th from two to four eastern www.thegrownfolksradio.com and many many platforms share your story we can get even deeper into this conversation because just the vibe i'm getting from you here makes me think that you can really change some things and help help the state that I'm currently living in. I'm not going to be living here much longer, but it excites me, um, you. So, thank you so much for your time. And I know you've got to get out on the road and do your thing. And I look forward to having you next week. Thank you so much. Thank you, Cinder. Thank you, DJ. It's nice to be here. <laughs> Wow. If only at least a few of our public servants would truly stop and listen, then act. Maybe our circumstances might be a little different in our country. I'm excited to hear more about Kanifa, and the woman. Maybe she can teach us all a little bit more about how that rarely used gift, being a listener, is so very, very important. Well, that's it for another PPC podcast. Thank you to Kanifa Khali for taking time out of her busy schedule to share with us. For more from her, join the PPC crew. August 18th, Wednesday, 2 to 4 Eastern on www.thegroomfucksradio.com and many other platforms. Thank you to DJ Kid Disco for production, as always. And thank you to Johnny Whiteside for providing some awesome beats. God bless you all. Until next time, that's a wrap. Hey everyone this is Cinder williams coming to you with some exciting news every wednesday the grown folks presents the ppc radio show every wednesday from 2 to 4 eastern shelly show williams and i are co-hosting this heal yourself platform we are talking about improving the mind body and soul DJ Joe Storm will be bringing us uplifting music. CJ Julianis is our financial therapist. We're going to have phenomenal guests and various therapists, life coaches, and spiritual leaders. And DJ Kid Disco is producing it all. All of this to help us on our paths to restoration. So please join us every Wednesday from 2 to 4 Eastern on the PPC Radio Show at www.thegrownfolksradio.com.